0: Hello and welcome to the Inspire Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Chad Williams. You are about to listen to my interview with Beck Spink. Beck is someone who has struggled with being overweight for nearly her entire life. And she spent over a decade, yes, over 10 years, yo-yoing back and forth with her weight, trying every diet, every exercise program you can possibly imagine. So I know her struggle and experiences will be something that a ton of people can relate to. So I'm super excited to share this story with you. Here's that interview and we're jumping in to see where her story began. However and whatever that is for you, like when did your story start?
1: Oh, I think from when I was a kid. um, I was always probably on the non-healthier than healthier side growing up. Um, I've got you know, obese parents and, um, things like that. So that kind of lifestyle was always around me. So I feel like it was something that I battled with all through, um, my childhood, all through high school. Um, and then as a young adult and I think, you know, I probably, I remember the first time I was about 18 years old and I went to Weight Watchers for the first time thinking that that would solve all of my problems. Mm, (laughs) And, um, and I remember like, being you know so invested in that but that I suppose time of investment only lasted a very short time um and that I suppose began my yo-yo dieting Mm. um journey for years for years so I think I don't know how old I was when I met you I don't know when that was was that like four or five years ago
0: it has to be (laughs) it's it's a I think it's at least five years ago, if not like six or seven years ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, so there you go. I was like probably 27, 28 then. Um, Yep. So, yeah, I looked very different then to what I do now. So I suppose that whole just, yeah, forever. I feel like I've constantly battled with it um, forever.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So was was then – like you, mean, you had it in your life and your family and things like that. So was, was Weight Watchers, you said when you were 18?
2: Yeah, yeah. Was
0: 18. that kind of the first time you really tried to do something about it or, or to make a yeah. change?
1: Yeah, it was. I, um, I had started looking after um, some kids. Um, I was always into children and education hence I'm a principal now um, <laughs> yeah but um yes yeah, so I was babysitting some kids and their mum was doing it and so I just kind of got on the bandwagon with um and started out and I remember another family that I was babysitting for I told that mum that I was doing it and she asked me why and
2: Definitely. I couldn't
1: answer her question
2: Oh
1: no! yeah so it was really interesting it was just more well because I thought I had to, rather than actually understanding what I suppose I needed to do or what was good for me, kind of thing.
0: Hmm. But I mean, there's. Well, and it could be that simple. But that that was kind of funny because it's a, it's typically my next question is like, why? Like, why did you start at that point? And maybe it wasn't something that you fully connected with, and that's fine. But like, what was what was the trigger? Was it simply that? the The mom was doing it, and you thought, "Hey, why not?"
1: Yeah, probably because I I knew I was overweight, so um, obviously mm-hmm. I knew like you look around at people around me and you know my friends and stuff, and it came. And I suppose it's that whole thing about fitting in, and and I suppose that probably drove it at the start, but it never worked for me. That so for years and years I was yo-yoing up and down but always up. So I would lose a little bit of weight and then I would always put on more than what I'd lost,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, till I got to this point. Um, but I suppose the point where I really changed and really decided, um, that I had to make a a big change in my life was because I was exhausted and, um, I work hard. So I always kind of have my fingers in different projects, as you know, um, Mm -hmm. So about probably three years ago now, or yeah, three and a bit over. Well, I don't even know two and a half years, almost three years. Um, I was basically doing lots of different projects. I'd um, started my own not-for-profit organisation. I'd just got my job as an assistant principal, um, and all of this stuff was happening, and. Oh, actually, my friend was getting married and I knew I was bridesmaid for her wedding, so I had to fit into a dress. <laughs> so that was probably probably what started it. Yeah. But then I fit into the dress and I had to get the dress taken in at the end. And then oh, I wow. was like, well, yeah. And, and then um, I had this big meltdown with my work. And so I just thought, well, I can't continue to live my life like this. Something has to change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it did. <laughs> Not easily, though.
0: What, what, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean I can't continue to live my life like this? What was, what was this?
1: So I was exhausted all the time. I was so tired and yeah, I was working hard and probably longer hours than, you know, the average person that works a normal nine to five job. But um, I knew that the energy levels and that I had um, didn't match my age or, didn't match what I thought I should be able to do Um, and I remember I'd um, been overseas on a trip to Egypt for a couple of weeks to visit a friend who was teaching over there and then I'd got back and I'd um, been connected with Apple and they needed me to go and speak in Thailand so I got back from Egypt on the Sunday and I flew to Thailand on the Wednesday so there was all of this travel and then my not-for-profit organization had a, a meet-up event that was on. And then I was also a conference chair of a state conference in Victoria. And then, so all of this happened within two weeks Yeah, me wow. getting back from Egypt. Yeah. And I just remember at the end of um, Code the Future's meetup, I walked out of that meetup and I went and sat in my car and I just rang my mum and I cried and I just said, I'm so tired. And she's like, what's the matter? And I said, I'm just tired. And I just <laughs> couldn't stop crying yeah. because I was just so, like, exhausted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, that week I went to the doctor and I got some bloods done. And um, they, you know, I was okay, like just normal vitamin D, vitamin like my cholesterol and all that was fine. But he just looked at me and he said, well, you you know, you've got to look after yourself, and which I already knew. Um so yeah, I just decided that I would try and make some changes and I did.
0: And you were so you were sorry, 32 ish?
1: Uh, no, I was I'm thirty three now. Oh sorry, so
0: thirty three now. So thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty, thirty one, something like that.
1: Yeah. It
0: was yeah, a couple of years ago. <laughs> so do you think it was kind of a combination of those Things or almost a perf- perfect storm of just being tired, exhausted? Because, I mean, you could be tired, and you're probably tired before, and you work lots. And, like, some people might look at that and just be like, well, I tra- I've been traveling like crazy and lots of flights and different time zones, events, whatever. Like, I just need to rest. Like, why Why did you see that as a health thing uh, or however you saw it and, and wanted to do something about it?
1: Well, I think – Because I know that um, I don't think I would ever just be okay with working just enough and I love Mm. my job and I love the work that I do. So I feel like in order to do all of that, I had to look after myself more. Um, And clearly I wasn't happy with the way I looked or the way I was feeling. Um, And, you know, even since losing weight, that's still a thing for me. But... um, I think it was probably just a culmination of, you know, the years of going back and forth and then feeling that horrible and that exhausted that I actually had to do something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answered your question.
0: (laughs) No, for sure. Like I said, I'm just trying to dig in sometimes. So maybe things I hear. And so, so you say the first time it was Weight Watchers was like 18, right? Yeah. So it was like, 12, 12 years, years. Yeah. it's if i'm putting the numbers here the right of kind of what what did you do in that time what types uh, of things
1: what didn't i do that's
0: probably, <laughs> no, um, probably the, the better th- question the better yeah.
1: question uh look any diet that's been you know in the media i've probably tried mm-hmm. um up and down shakes this that um i think when i met you and my friend owner crossfit gym so I went and tried uh, that yeah. and it was like fully paleo for a while. Um, yeah, I, think I, hate, were, like, I hated loving CrossFit. No, nah, the only oh. thing I loved about CrossFit <laughs> was the lifting. And so yeah. now I still do weightlifting, but not CrossFit. Uh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was, yeah, that was it. Um, a- anything, um, any diet I've tried. Uh, yeah. Just back and forth, but never have I ever um, exercised well. Like I've, walked here and there um i think you know i would sign up for gyms constantly and um just waste my money completely because i would just go for the first few weeks and then that was it um yeah you name it i've probably yeah. done
0: it <laughs> and so like what do you think since this change you know two and a half three years ago like like what's what's different this time like why why weren't all those other attempts successful whereas this time you have seen success
1: I think maybe because I kept going and I got to a point where I realized that the way I used to feel kind of thing like my just day-to-day energy levels um oh, I thought that that was normal back then and uh, yes now I've realize that actually no um look at all of this energy I can have and do have when I'm looking after myself better um and I think that that um has been like the driving thing behind it and learning new things so um I love when I like with my so I joined a weightlifting gym and my coach is amazing and he's like tailored my program to me yeah Mm -hmm. so um you know, I don't do the same as everybody else kind of thing. So he's really worked on developing like my mobility and my skills in, in certain things um, so that I can do things now that I've never, ever been able to do in my life before. Like run last year, I ran 10 oh, wow! Um, so in April last year, I decided I downloaded one of those couch to 5k apps Yeah. and I, I, um, I remember the first time I didn't I couldn't run thirty uh couldn't run sixty seconds. And then in on the second of December last year I ran a ten K um, event and it was slow as, but I did not stop the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> and I didn't care as all I wanted to do was finish and not stop. And not walk. Like yeah. I just wanted to keep jogging the whole time and I did.
0: That's great. Yeah. So you saw you saw some I guess, experienced some changes, you felt better in your energy and it it seems like you've kind of built on that momentum in a way and taken on different challenges to keep yourself going.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, um, I feel like at the moment it's all a bit of a mind battle. So, you know, I've, you know, changed work and stuff. So I've really struggled, you know, getting to the gym and that in the last few weeks, um, but I feel like I'm learning that I'm actually fighting my brain, not my body, at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and that's been a really big learning curve as well. So my body can do it; it's my brain that's telling me no, rest or no, you're too tired. But actually, yeah. I'm not. Just get out and go for a walk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So now, now is it more like the to to have the maintenance almost, or you know, to kind of keep yes. it going?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and um, I feel like I'm still learning a lot about me and my body and what it likes and what it doesn't like and what I can feed it so that it has energy. Um, And, yeah, so I feel like in the last couple of months I've kind of not been on track as what I had been, and I can really see the effects of that in my Um, obviously my body and how it feels but also my mental well-being because I don't like how I'm feeling so therefore that Mm -hmm. tells me I need to you know make things good again
0: yeah it's it's an amazing thing because I mean uh, I see it a lot of uh, a lot of time or all, all the time you know with my clients and my my history and experience working with people and just my own you know, personal experience and things like that, and and the mental piece at some point has to be a huge part of it, if not almost all of it. Because even if we start with some, you know, basic, basic, basic physical <laughs> uh, goals or you know objectives or things like that that we want to achieve, you know, there there is you know as I kind of preempted this with that that struggle point or those points where we're maybe not as motivated or we get off mm-hmm. track for a while and then it's all about the mental battle.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm so goal oriented and then but I think that that's also had a negative kind of thing on my thinking because I you know was losing weight losing weight and then I got to a 50 kilo uh loss. And so once I reached that 50 kilos, then I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to now try and figure out cuz I really wanted to learn, right, and I still do want to learn how to look after myself and manage my well-being and my health and my weight without needing to look at a scale. Mm-hmm. So that's my long-term goal, I suppose. But then yeah. what happened when I started that was the weight crept back on. And so I've put on probably 10 kilos since then. I actually haven't weighed myself in a few, like probably a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm still, you know, net loss is still good but um, I'm, yeah, I can feel it in my clothes now and stuff like that and I refuse to go and buy new clothes <laughs> because I don't want to go backwards to where I was and I'm not going to make the same mistakes that I did, you know, all those years ago. Hmm. So it's interesting with the goals because I reached it and then kind of let myself go. Um, and so that's played a very significant, um, role in my frame of mind, I think. And mm-hmm. th- it's the same in the gym. So with, I know you commented on my box jumps once. So the first time I ever tried to do a box jump was like on a weight plate. Yeah. So, yep. you know, <laughs> yeah. probably five centimeters high or something. And I freaked out because I didn't think I could jump. Yeah. Um, and then so slowly and slowly I built up. And then I've, all I really wanted was to get like a normal size box jump. Yeah. Um, but then in the meantime, I hurt my hips and things like that. So, I, you know, the injuries got in the way and then this whole mental game comes into it. So um, I struggle with that side of things. But on the positive, I do have a coach that, Is quite receptive and responsive, who will go, okay, well, if you've hurt yourself, let's go and backtrack and do this and fix it before you continue. Mm -hmm. And I get frustrated at that because I just want to get the box jump. Yeah. He's like, you're never going to get the box jump if you don't do this first. Yeah. So um, I'm lucky in that respect, I suppose. But yeah, the goal thing, that's something I'll, I'll need to keep working on, I think.
0: It's such a tricky thing because, you know, the goal can give us so much kind of energy and drive at times, especially when we're achieving it, but it can become the the opposite, I guess, or or give us the opposite effect, you know, if we reach it. Or if something yeah. comes in the way and it becomes harder and harder to reach, you know, because we, we get extremely demotivated, especially with injuries. I mean, people, people, kind of fall off completely when they have an injury because you know it is a setback and you need to take time to get back just to kind of a normal level before you can start pushing and pursuing the goal again you know so there's a big Mm. process in that but you know achieving the goal itself sometimes so like I think you're saying with like the 50 kilos things like that if we don't have a new goal after that uh, a lot of times the same thing it's like okay well I did it you know great Mm, you know now what (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah and and we tend to kind of resort back and things like that so I was actually holding on to that one when you when you kind of talked about your your initiation into this newer phase for you being about a a wedding and and fitting into a bridesmaid dress because weddings are a very very common (laughs) goal especially for weight loss Um, but they're one of the biggest challenges because after the wedding, most people don't continue. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Well, that's interesting. So with the wedding thing, you know, and if we put this into context, I was trying to fit into a size 18 wedding dress. So I don't know what sizes are in Mexico or Canada, but in an Australian Me neither. I don't have any dresses. (laughs) (laughs) But um, an Australian 18 is actually not little. Um, so it was the biggest size that that dress came in. So Uh, I knew that I had to fit into it. Um, that was all there was to it. And, and my best friend whose wedding it was, she was like, no, 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 let's just find another dress. And I was like, no, no, no. You like this dress. Well, I'm going to fit into this dress. So it wasn't that anybody was pushing me. It was the fact that she liked the dress. We had the dress. I was going to fit into it. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just loved the way I, felt so I
0: just kept going totally Mm. well and that's that's the thing is like if it shifts to something else or we say what's the next thing or you know you get that new recognition of kind of how you feel and a lot of times it's a lot of times for people it's that it's kind of the energy how I feel and I've heard that a lot is like you know what I used to do obviously was normal because it's the only thing I knew but now that I've reached kind of a new level it's like whoa 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 you know there's there's a whole different world here
1: yeah exactly and my confidence i suppose in how i felt about myself as well so that was good um but that's not not a quick fix either that's something that i still think about often
0: Mm -hmm. Hmm. so what's your kind of goal i mean you, you had this 50k goal you got that there's been some changes since then but what's kind of the what's the new focus or what's a Kind of longer term focus for you.
1: Oh, so there's a couple of things. So when I was losing all the weight, I refused to buy good clothes, yeah, because otherwise I would be poor. Um, because keeping <laughs> up with keeping up with that amount of weight loss in a wardrobe was um, quite hard. So I was only ever buying, you know, just enough clothes and only cheap clothes. Yeah. Um, but when I got to my uh, when I got to about 68 kilos, I think. Um, I spent some money on some really nice jeans. And so now I've got about six pairs of those jeans because they're the best jeans in the world, <laughs> I believe. Anyway, yeah. but only one pair of them currently fit me. at the oh. So um, I would like to fit into those jeans again. Yeah. Uh, without having to get on a scale. That's, I suppose, the goal
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, there. And then I'm toying with the idea and I can't believe I'm going to say this publicly, on going into this rookie weightlifting competition next year that my coach would like me to go in. Oh. Um, and it scares the living daylights out of me, even thinking about it and talking about it. Um, but I think if I could do it, it would be really good for my mind, <laughs> more so than my body. <laughs>
0: I would agree. I would agree. Usually the things that scare us the most that we actually pursue do a lot for building the mental strength.
1: Yeah. So I'm scared though that I've, you know, put on a couple of kilos and will I be able to, you know, kind of get back to where I was kind of thing. Um, And this is, it's not even a, um, it's, it's a total like beginner's weightlifting competition. It's not, um, you know, a, Official one or anything? It's just completely, um, you know, it's actually in a CrossFit gym. So, um yeah, the idea of it—just getting up and lifting in front of people—absolutely <laughs> terrifies me.
0: Well, it's it's public now. It's out there. It's official.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll take it for back. the
0: for I the know. four listeners that I have at this stage.
2: <laughs>
1: we'll see. that's hilarious but it's
0: still public come on that's beyond you know it's beyond your normal circle so it's out there
1: so I think that that's in July next year so um I think really making sure that I get back into the gym consistently consistency is my biggest problem um so I get tired or you know I have after school events on or things like that so therefore um I don't go to the gym, and therefore, I need to stop using that as an excuse because I have enough equipment at home to act, do a little workout, even if it's not the gym, or go for a run, even if it's not actual lifting at the gym. So, that's something I'll need to work on um, moving forward if I'm going to get there.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, ultimately comes down to being able to make it a priority, which I assume it. It has been or was over the last couple of years to, to be able to get the success that you've gotten so far.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and then continuing with my food and making sure I'm making good decisions there as well.
0: So what anything beyond that as far as, you know, I guess uh, uh a general health goal, lifestyle goal, anything like that that you
1: uh I'd like to say balance, but I think that balance is really corny because you can't always have equal balance because in, you know, if you think about, you know, the old school scales, there's always, you know, they always go up and down on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suppose it's about finding what works for me in terms of a long-term solution so that I'm not feeling like I'm constantly having to work at it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, that that it just comes naturally to me. Um that that's just how I live my life, kind of yeah. thing. Um, that would be, if I could get to that place, that would be amazing.
0: Where do you feel you're at with that goal so far? And and considering um, the things we've talked about already, and where you've come from.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm uh, more prepared, or not prepared's not the word. I don't know more like I feel like I'm in a better place for that to be a reality than what I was, say, five years ago or ten years ago. Um, you know, I've – I definitely don't want to go back to where I was. Um, I feel I feel like I f- I'm much happier now um, and I think that that's probably the best part of the whole thing is that. I feel like I'm a nice person <laughs> to be around. Um, and yeah, so I feel like I'm much more prepared to be kind of there.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm definitely not there yet,
0: though. How do you measure that?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I think maybe when I don't think about it so much, mm-hmm. maybe when it's just, just is what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know I'll tell <laughs> you when I get
0: there <laughs> yeah I'm not, I don't need like a specific answer to send in for a test here I'm just asking <laughs> yeah no
1: that's all right yeah so
0: what do you think's been the most you know in the, in this uh you know because you've had the so many years of you know ups and downs and and on again off again as assume as you know now you've had more progress over the last few years like what's what's been the most rewarding part for you
1: think yeah doing things that I never thought I could do before so like I said before with the running and the box jumps or just learning that my body can actually do things other than just walk Mm -hmm. (laughs) um that's been huge because I spent my whole life worrying about you know like not doing any physical activities ever in front of people or you know just a whole lifetime of not being able to do a a lot with your body to then actually being able to function like the majority rest of the world. Um, That's, that's been probably the biggest thing for me.
0: Yeah. That sounds pretty, pretty amazing. (laughs) If you felt that way for so long and now you have this new freedom almost.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it's like it's, and it feels really good to know that. But the problem then is with me and my brain is that I probably get a little bit frustrated. So say if I've had time off gym like I have now, I know that going back will be hard mm-hmm. and um, that will be another battle that I'll just have to tackle and get on with.
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of the opposite side of it is like what's what's been – you know, one or some of the hardest, hardest parts of, of this and getting to this point most recently?
1: Uh, I think the hardest part is that whole feeling like, um, it's always a battle. Um, you know, our, my social life is built around um, food and alcohol, you know, it's typical Aussie.
0: Um... <laughs> I think that might be a global thing.
1: <laughs> typical, <laughs> yeah, it's probably a global yeah, thing. Typical. Uh, oh, I don't know. But I just feel like every time I go somewhere with friends, it's we're either going out for dinner or out yeah. for drinks. Um, and so that's hard. Um, you know, making the right decisions or whatever. Um, so yes, yeah, f- that battle of of balancing that with my goals is, has probably been the hardest. And I think, um, like the, with the exercise thing. So joining, um, a weightlifting gym was like a massive step for me. And I remember I only signed up. I went to a beginner's session and my coach actually told me the other day that he didn't think I'd go back after that first session um there you go um and I remember going that first night and just going oh I can't do this I you know I don't want to go if no one's coming with me and then I found these two girls to go with and um so I started going but I would only go to the beginner session when no one was there kind of thing and then I was like Got to the end of my, you know, ten pass pass, and I had to make a decision: am I staying or am I going? But if I was to stay, that meant I had to train at normal hours with people. <laughs>
0: with real people.
1: <laughs> exactly, other people. and that was yeah, Not just and that beginners. was massive. And I mean, exactly. And I was generally the only beginner; like it would be me or one other person. Um, and then, you know, back then the gym had three platforms in it and now he's moved to a whole new place and it's massive and it's doing amazing. But every time the gym grows, I still, those feelings still Mm. come back. Oh, there's somebody new. Oh, um, you know, and I still have those same thought processes, but at the end of the day, I'm still there and I'm still going. Um, so I suppose I have grown in that respect.
0: Well, I, I think you know that's pretty typical on both sides. One that like you know so many people are so scared in the beginning because it's like yeah they're the beginner and you know they're obviously or at least in you know our minds it's like obviously I'm gonna stand out everybody's gonna know I'm the beginner they all know what they're doing I don't have a freak like all the things everybody's watching me. You know, I think that's super common. And then, you know, in hindsight, that's, that's the before. And then in the after in hindsight, it's like, yeah, you become one of the regulars or one of the people there or not the beginner anymore. You learn more, you know, more about what you're doing. You know, you're not as confused, whatever, whatever. So you, you obviously build that with the time, but there's that middle piece where it's like, again, like, why, why did you go back for the 11th session? (sighs)
1: Oh, <sighs> uh, I think uh, weightlifting is like the only type of exercise or training that I've done in my whole life that I've loved ever. So the running, I did the running. I still hate <laughs> running, but I yeah. do it. I don't enjoy it. I, yeah, like I like how I feel afterwards, but during, no, nah, do not like it where, the weightlifting I don't know I just love it I don't know there's just something about it that's different to anything that I've ever done before and you know I still feel like a beginner I don't lift much I mean I can't really snatch more than a bar but hey I keep going back because I love yeah. it
0: and so did you love it right from the beginning
1: Those yes I think oh mm, it depends so the fitnessy bits no, I hate it because they were <laughs> yeah. hard, so if I had to do lunges or you know bike sprints and stuff like that, no, hated yeah. it um still do <laughs> no, but um I know what is kind of happening now with my programming, so it makes sense, so therefore I'm not as against it but um yeah, it's definitely it was definitely not um easy
0: mm-hmm. but there was when i started an element that you enjoyed enough to make you want to be doing it even if it wasn't easy
1: yes definitely because weightlifting is just so cool
0: <laughs> i agree i'm a huge fan of that i'm on the same page for sure i, I love, love it. Weightlifting. I hate running it's just my thing yeah um but no i i you know i ask and whatever and as far as you know what I feel my role in even this discussion <laughs> is to, you know, try and uh, find or pull out pieces that are valuable, p- valuable for people. And, and I just know that a yeah. lot of people maybe go to the typical gym, you know, get the typical membership, like you said you did and wasted your money because you only go for a couple yeah. weeks and they only go for a few weeks because it's, Boring as hell. They just (laughs) do the typical thing, which is sadly based on the world of like bodybuilding from the seventies. It's like split between isolating muscles and cardio and like I get bored out of my mind with that stuff.
1: I could not think of anything worse. And I think I love I love the challenge. um, and the mental even though You know, sometimes I hate it. But majority of the time I actually love learning something new and just the skill involved. I love Mm -hmm. that. You can't just – well, some people can, I suppose, (laughs) but I've never just been able to pick up the bar and do that the first time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But, um, yeah, I just love the whole challenge of learning that skill. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah, which is, I think, just such an important piece, you know, you need to be able to enjoy the challenge aspect, you know, it can't just be difficult, and you hate it or difficult and boring, you need to find that thing that you actually enjoy. So, yeah, yeah, I think you said it, like, for some people, it's, it's weightlifting. For other people, it is the running. For other people, it is sometimes literally the monotony of the gym, like, you know, it's, we each have our own thing. And I think it's important that, you know, people, can find that and that's where they ultimately see the most success
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: that's good that's great so is there anything else that kind of came up or like in in the journey overall like thing anything that was harder than than you maybe thought or or something you didn't expect that you had to kind of overcome or figure out or
1: yeah i think um Oh, and I'm probably going to go a little bit deep (laughs) now, but like the whole um, (laughs) the so once I lost the weight, and this is like the whole mental thing about how I felt or feel about my body compared to when I was big didn't change a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, like battling with the whole loose skin and stuff like that, and how that made me feel. Um, it was rough for a while, like, and I would never take it back. I would never, like, if I had to choose between being the way that I was or loose skin, I'm choosing loose skin every time, but, um, I suppose, yeah, that's probably one of the hardest things and dealing with what people have to say about it, it was probably the next thing. Um, you know. People saying, oh, don't lose too much weight. Um, you know, if you get too skinny, your face will look gone. Or, oh, you know, don't, look, don't lose m- much more weight, you'll look sick. And, I mean, I don't really care about BMI as such, but I would always come back to those people and say, well, I'm still 10 kilos higher than my BMI. <laughs> like, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't have an eating disorder. I'm okay. I'm eating lots of food. I'm training really hard. I'm looking after myself. I'm the healthiest I've ever felt in my whole life. And you're standing there, probably, you know, an overweight person in front of me telling me not to achieve my goals. Go away. Like that was, oh, it just used to infuriate me. Still does. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a little bit. So those things. Yeah, it's things. a little bit crazy how. People cannot really be all that supportive sometimes. <laughs> like... Yeah,
1: and just feel like that they can say something, right? So yeah, I, you know, if somebody's putting on weight, they're not going to go up to that person and say, "Hey, you better not put any more weight on because you'll you'll you won't look good." Yeah. But when people are losing weight, it's quite alright for them to go, "Oh, you better not lose any more weight." Like. Since when? Like, why do people feel like that they can have an opinion? Oh, it just yeah, yes, I, you this can tell it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just frustrating. But mm-hmm. um, I'm much more better, I suppose, now. If that was to happen, I feel like I can, um, I would stand up for myself a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I have done since. Um, so that's good. I've just learned to be a bit tough and say, Hey, it's my body. I can do with it what I like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and like I said, you know, I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. You know, for me, that's all that matters.
0: Well, it's an interesting piece that you said first. And I've, I've heard that a few times as well, where it's like, you know, you get, I don't know if I can simplify it to like external versus internal, but you get these external changes of the body, which, you know, are great or maybe should be great, but the internal image or thoughts or, or talk, you know, hasn't necessarily changed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I'll like constantly need to think about moving forward because I want to, like actually believe what I see, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be, I suppose, one of those long-term goals you asked about. Yeah, before. There Maybe we go. that's something to think about: is actually, yeah, believing what I see mm-hmm. in the mirror and actually going, yeah, this is me, and this is a good thing, and well, actually, yeah, believing it.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's how it becomes the, the lifestyle and just is what it is and part of the routine because, you know, you, you have to believe that you are that type of person.
2: Yeah. Right now you're yep. doing this what is- that
0: type of person does and you recognize that you've had results from it, but you don't necessarily believe that you are that type of person. Yeah.
1: And this is the conversation I've had with my coach heaps and I- there was this podcast he made me listen to where I can't remember who it was, but it was talking about, you know, you have to believe that you're the type of person that gets up and goes for a walk every day, or you're the type of person that goes and does this every day. And it's like creating those hap- habits because you believe that that's just what you do. That's yeah. just what is expected. Yeah. Um. So I want to be the type of person yeah. that actually, yeah, <laughs> lacks. I suppose, and believe
0: in what I see. That I think that's a fantastic goal.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, you I wouldn't would. Ask me I how would, I'm going to get there. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I don't think you knew how you were going to get here when you first started either. So
1: that's so true. That's part yeah.
0: of the. It's part of the journey. Well, I would love to. Yeah. I would love to maybe have another one of these conversations in in the future when you're feeling more at that point.
1: Yeah, sure. We can, have a, we can have another discussion. Hopefully it's not too far away. Yeah.
0: You'll have, I'll, I'll, I'm going to check in. <laughs> this is, this is what I do. I'll be reaching out and be like, I hey love Beck, it. how's it going? Good. How's
1: it going? How's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Good.
0: I need that sometimes. Yeah, totally. So if you were to think of, you know, somebody else that is, you know, where you started from or, you know, some point in that yo-yo phase or you know maybe at the beginning of this most recent phase for you you know where they're realizing the energy thing anything like that where they're you know kind of just wanting to get started or just starting their journey or even experiencing one of those you know hard times in the middle is there any kind of piece or top pieces of advice you could give somebody in in one of those stages based on what you've experienced or what you've learned
1: I feel like, oh, I don't know, a couple of things. Uh, just keep going because mm-hmm. I feel like back then when I was yo-yoing, I never just kept going. If I had have kept going, could I have reached where I am now back then if I had have just kept going? yeah. Um, and, yeah, don't let your mind get in the way of a good thing because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something that I struggle with. So, um and I keep beating it, but sometimes it pulls me back. So, um, And find something that you love. You know, when I first started and all of that happened in my first year of this whole journey, um, all I did was walk. I walked two or three times a week. That was it. But then when I started weightlifting, things really changed for me and how I felt and the confidence that I now have, which I still you know, it's still not perfect, but it's a hell of a lot better than what it was back then. Um, and try something new. I didn't know I would have loved weightlifting, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, So It's definitely not a, a typical one that people, you know, kind of have yeah. on the list of things to try. But yeah, I know a exactly. ton of people who love it when they do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it might not be weightlifting. It could be something else for um, other people. But Mm -hmm. just try something new and, yeah, the challenge of it all. Yeah. yeah.
0: Perfect. Mm. Well, thank you so much, Ben.
1: No worries at all.
0: I really hope you guys enjoyed that. And I know there's tons of things that you can probably connect to for your own journey. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to comment. Let us know what were your favorite parts or the things that you connected to the most. And as always, if you got value out of this, please share this to you know friends, family, anyone else who you think can benefit from hearing Beck's story as well. So thank you so much again for listening to the Inspire Fitness Podcast, and I'll talk to you in the next one.